I'm Nikki Gattenby, and welcome to Becoming Menopoised. We're here to bust the taboos around menopause, as you know, and create a new way of thinking about this incredible change in our lives. Our guest today is a pioneer in this space. She's a leading expert in women's health and hormones. She's an award-winning nutritionist, author, and speaker. She's also founder of Happy Hormones for Life, so I'm delighted to welcome along Nikki Williams. Thank you so much, Nikki. We've both got the same name, which is <laughs> always helpful. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. Thank you for inviting me. Having spoken to you, you've got so much experience to share and you've helped so many people. So so please tell us, what's what's your menopause story? So I was in corporate for many, many years, a busy job, juggling, doing the usual, and then I'd had a couple of children and I went back to the job that I had and it was, it was a bit of a nightmare, to be honest. I was um, in my early 40s, 42, and um, I really struggled. I had my two young kids and then a very, very busy job and like many women of that age I'd hit 40 and you know got more tired and more irritable and and by the time I'd hit 42 I just actually uh, felt like a, a, a yeah, train had hit me I didn't know what was going on and um, and I thought oh gosh is this what happens when you hit 40 my goodness me what, what's going on um, <laughs> yeah. and I was so I was really exhausted I was stressed I was irritable really grumpy to be around I had tie, a tie around my middle that I couldn't shift with my usual usual tricks that used mm-hmm. to work and I was miserable um, and my days were literally just getting through the day and getting everything ticked off and making sure the kids were are still alive and I was still working <laughs> and making sure That's a success. Was, yeah, <laughs> my, my boss was half happy you know and I just thought gosh is this it you know I just didn't know what to do and it was a moment uh, actually it was a very dark winter's night I was standing at the kitchen sink washing up having just fed the kids looking out into the dark garden thinking oh what is you know what's going on and um, I had a very big uh, deadline for the next day and I just couldn't keep my eyes open. I thought, how am I going to do it? I've still got to work and the kids, oh, all, all the things that we, go, that we go through. And then my daughter came running in with a picture she'd drawn at school. She was only seven. Mummy, mummy, look at this lovely picture I've drawn. It's a giraffe. It's your favourite animal. And I just turned around and I shouted at her. I said, not now, Sasha. And uh, her little face crumpled and she started to cry and she glared at me. And she just said, why are you always so grumpy, mummy? And that was it. That was like a dagger in my heart. And I just looked at her and I just thought, well, who, have I, who am I? You know, what the hell has happened to me that I'm making her miserable? And I just thought, I'm the worst mother in the world. I'm the worst wife. I can't do my job properly. What is going on? So then, I, you know, I just that was the trigger for me. I had to get some help. I went to my doctor, sat down and blurted out all my symptoms in the 10 minute slot that I had. And he, he looked up from his computer and he printed something off and gave me a prescription. And I looked down and it said Prozac on it. And I just went, Whoa. hang on, is that antidepressant? And you think I'm depressed? And he went, yeah. And um, and he said, well, you know, whatever, it'll help kind of thing. And he ushered me out. And I looked at it and I thought, well, it might help, but I, I don't think it's that. I just had a feeling that it wasn't that. And I, I didn't know what it was. I, I did, had no clue. I wasn't um, I wasn't into health. I didn't understand any of it. And um, that's when I phoned my dad. My dad's a hormone doctor. Luckily, he was, you know, there for me to call on. Um, I hadn't mentioned any of this to him in the, before I'd been to see my doctor because, you know, you don't talk to your dad about stuff like this. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you really talk to your mum about it, let alone your dad. Exactly, yeah, completely right. <laughs> and um, so I proposed him and I said, Dad, the doctor thinks I'm depressed. What the hell's going on? And I told him what's happening. And he goes, Nick, it'll be, it'll be your hormones. You're in perimenopause. Now, bear in mind, this was uh, 42, so 11 years ago. I'm 53 now. And back then, that word kind of didn't exist. I'd never heard it before. Per- and I said, Perry, Perry, what? 
And he went, yeah, menopause. And he said, I said, menopause, you're joking. I'm not, you know, that happens in your 50s, doesn't it? What the hell? And he goes, no, no. And then he sat me down and explained what was happening in my body, that what was happening to my hormones that I had no clue about, because no, no one ever told me this before. You don't learn it at school. You don't, you know, you pick a few things up on the internet. But back then, there was nothing on the internet. There was just nothing at all. There were a couple of books in the, um, that have been written in the States that I just, I suddenly, I found out afterwards, but I didn't have access to them then and I didn't know what was going on. So once I knew, I was like, whew, okay, that makes sense, but I didn't know this. Um, and then he told me, you know, you should be eating these types of foods. And I was like, really? Okay, you should be managing your stress. And he told me what I should be doing and taking what supplements I should be taking. And even then I just still didn't believe him. So he said, okay, well, look, we'll get you tested. And, and the testing was a game changer for me because you know, as much as someone might tell you that you're you're overstressed or you're, you know, you're going through peri, whatever it was, <laughs> I didn't um, really understand it. So he, he explained, once he'd explained it and we, and we got tested, I had, you know, my adrenals were shot, my thyroid was out, I had blood sugar imbalances and my estrogen and progesterone were all over the place. And then I got, I got it and I thought, okay, that makes sense to me. I'm quite a logical person. I need to see, you know, what, what stuff means. So if he's telling me to eat something, I'll go, why? Why do I need to eat that? And he says, well, the nutrients in that will help balance your thyroid or the nutrients in that particular food or that, this particular supplement will help balance your progesterone. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. That makes sense to me. Now, and then I'm that's, that's amazing. Is it? it's, the, it's the education piece that we're missing because I hear this story, you know, we cope, don't we? And we get really, really tired and bless your daughter with a giraffe. It's like the giraffe that broke the donkey's back. And <laughs> then, then the word perimenopause, I mean, I'd never heard of it. So what on earth is that? And it is this education, isn't it? And thank goodness for your dad. I mean, wow, he could connect how you were feeling to what you could do to change it, which doesn't often happen. Yeah, I was so lucky. And that's one of the things that, that made me look around and think, well, other women, what are, what's, what are they doing? What, how are they getting the help? And they just weren't, they were just struggling through. And that's when I realized that actually I could do something about that and I could really help. Um, and that was, was part of my decision to go back to college, give up corporate work and, and study for the next four years, nutrition and hormones, and then come out and, and form the business. So. And that was six years ago. In the last six years, we've been helping women all over the world with this. And, you know, that was my main driver. The fact that I was lucky that I got help, but not everyone's lucky to have a hormone doctor as a father. And that's pretty compelling, isn't it? I mean, and how amazing that he knew straight away and he just could help you straight away. And it's, it's literally changed your life. Totally, completely changed everything. And, I, you know, thank goodness, because I don't know what I'd have done. I, I'd have probably just carried on trying to cope, you know, and who knows what what would have happened? But um, I was very lucky, and I'm obviously very grateful. He's still around. He's he's retired now, bless him. But um, he's got a wealth of knowledge still. Fifty years of practice in his head. So I'm constantly going back to him. He's like my medical encyclopedia. <laughs> I've not heard of Go, Dad. <laughs> and isn't that wonderful? And that's been a springboard to a whole different change of gear for you and a whole new career. And you know, I saw your live the other day about uh, on uh, on Insta around. HRT and alternatives that you could look at and it's so brilliantly well informed and so easily accessible I think the work that you're doing has made the conversation so much wider so you know in terms of how you coped you made a massive change but what would what would you say to other women who are trying to cope with these feelings yeah it's it's um just just to know that you're not alone I think one of the Mm. things that many women feel like because it's not often talked about and especially when I was you know 13 or 11 years ago it just wasn't Mm. talked about nobody was talking about menopause I mean now there's a wealth of experts and coaches and support and information almost 
probably possibly too much now because you know there's there's a lot of stuff out there that you could draw on and and look for and it's a little bit it can be a little bit overwhelming so back then there was nothing and now there's quite a lot and it can be a little bit confusing and overwhelming to know where to start but first of all to know that you're not alone there are millions and millions of every woman goes through this 80% of us will suffer some kind of symptoms so you know that's a huge amount of women across the world so you're not alone there is a massive amount of support out there whether you choose to go down the medical route the natural route both hopefully um, working alongside each other you know lots and lots of different um, modalities that you can try I know you guys do acupuncture you know that's Mm -hmm. a brilliant one there's all sorts now that you can that that you know and what I think particularly is important is is to have access to those things that are available and then to choose what's best for you because every single woman is unique every every woman has a different background genetics symptoms history lifestyle diets all of that stuff plays a part and uh, one thing will work for one woman and one it won't work for another so just like I mentioned on the herbal remedies on my video the other day you know it really is trial and error because a lot of people say oh you've got to try hops you know it worked for me and then it won't work for someone else so you know, trial and error is, is important, but you know, I like to I like to test and that's why, you know, we specialise in testing because it gets to the root cause, the underlying imbalance, and then we can really target that 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 program so we know exactly what your body's gonna re- respond to. The reason for our Becoming Menopause podcast is to provoke conversation and bust the taboos around menopause. We're on a mission to change the lives of women the world over to have a positive menopause naturally, and we're getting such wonderful feedback. Here's what Ruth has to say about our menopause menopause magnet. I love the menopause magnet. I'm feeling better. My sleep has improved. I'm not waking up having a hot flush all the time. Also, since using the magnet, I'm less aware during the day when I'm working of feeling anxious. The hot flushes were actually bringing on a mild anxiety feeling, which was really affecting me at work. And that isn't happening now, which is amazing. I love the magnet. Wow, this is exactly why we do it. And we'd love to help as many women as possible. So please do share this podcast to help others on their journey to becoming menopoised. And this is what's wonderful about your approach, because as you say, every woman is different and everyone needs something slightly different in terms of how they're going to move forward. So can you just tell us about what you do in in terms of hormones and testing? Yeah, so we are, um, when I say we, I've got a team of nutritionists all qualified and specialising in hormones. And we do gut health as well, because we tend to find that many women come along in perimenopause and quite a large percentage of them have got digestive issues or you know nutrient deficiencies that are causing fatigue or because when when we when we get um you know the common symptoms of peri are you know fatigue mood swings brain fog insomnia digestive issues skin problems hot flushes that there are many 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 symptoms and a lot of them can cross over between different you know causes mm. so it's quite hard to to pinpoint exactly what's causing that so fatigue can be caused by a million different things right so from having an infection to to um you know a hormone imbalance to to some kind of nutrients aren't quite getting in or whatever so what, what we like to do is if somebody's got a whole mixture of symptoms going on which is really common during perimenopause is we like to get to the root cause of what's going on so then we can actually target the protocols so instead of putting someone on a generic program that's well okay mm. this works for most people we're doing personalized treatments and medicine so we're doing uh, personalized programs that are exactly right for you because we test so that is where we specialize and we 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 use state-of-the-art testing that's unfortunately only available in the private sector the nhs have yet to catch up and of course they you know they're very limited in the resources and the knowledge of how to interpret these tests anyway because they're the latest scientific tests so you know a lot of doctors will say oh yeah you know we don't test hormones and and they're right because they've only got access to blood tests and blood tests Mm -hmm. are you know 
marginally helpful at best. But when we've, we're testing, we're, we're using urine tests over 24 hours. So we do four samples over 24 hours and that gives us not only your, your levels, but also the metabolites of your hormones. So we, we're looking at you know, how your hormones are actually behaving in the body. And that gives us a ton more information about what your body actually needs. Which is incredible. If you're feeling, I mean, that list of symptoms is quite terrifying, isn't it? It's just, oh my God, am I going to have to cope with all of this? Well, and if you're feeling, you won't have all of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which one's going to come in next? But if, if you can get a really personalized approach to what you can do, what a wonderful thing, because at the moment, the, the approach could be Prozac, as you said, which isn't ideal. The medical approach is generally antidepressants or HRT, um, which, you know, um, have both have their uses. I'm not saying um, I'm anti either of them, actually. HRT is great if you're on the natural, especially if you're on the natural body identical HRT, which is, you know, uh, so I don't, I'm quite happy to talk about that if you want to now, but I've got a blog on that if you want to go and have a look at that. But HRT is, is very safe if you're taking the body identical versions of it. And then antidepressants have their place as well. But what these treatments are, are missing is that you know if you're on HRT that's great but you are only replacing estrogen and progesterone and sometimes testosterone if you're lucky so that's just your sex hormones and they're mm. the ones that you know yes they're they're the they're the biggest changes during perimenopause but you've got over a hundred hormones in the body at any one stage all running around you know they're chemical messengers they're running around the body telling the cells what to do they're very important they all have every single hormone has a has a job to do so as you get older. Uh, and you go through perimenopause, it's not just your sex hormones that are playing up, it's your adrenal hormones, it's, it's your thyroid, it's your insulin, it's lots it's of other everything hormones about you. Yeah. Are, are, are potentially at risk of being out of balance. So, you know, whereas HRT will only um, replace those sex hormones, if you've got another hormone imbalance going on, it's not going to get you to, to feeling, feeling 100% and optimal. So we like to look at all of your, not all of your, not all 100. <laughs> we concentrate <laughs> on four main ones, the ones I've mentioned, the cortisol, thyroid, insulin, and estrogen, progesterone. And oh, we call them the feisty four, if you've known it, if you've looked at any of the stuff. <laughs> but those, are, those four all need to be in balance for you to feel good. So if you're just replacing estrogen progesterone, that may, that may balance that. But, you know, if your thyroid's out, you're going to feel exhausted. You're going to have weight that you literally can't shift. Your hair might be falling out. You might have itchy, dry skin. You might, uh, you know, have uh, feel cold. There's lots and lots of things that, that thyroid does. It affects every single cell in your body. If you've got a cortisol imbalance, if you're stressed in any way, shape or form, and that's not just external stress, it's internal stress as well. So it may be a food intolerance or a, mm. or a gut problem or an underlying infection, for instance. If you've got any kind of stress on the body, and by the way, menopause is a, is a stress too, then, you know, cortisol could be raging and, you know, that will put all of your hormones hormones out. So you're never going to feel 100% if your cortisol's out. So even if you're on the best HRT in the world. So these treatments have a place, but they don't address every single thing that could be going on, obviously. Yes, because there's quite a, a wide range of things. You've got so much experience and expertise. This is brilliant. But if you could if you could boil that down to one nugget of wisdom that you could share with a woman who's experiencing perimenopause or just like, oh my God, what's going on? What would it be? Well, it used to be diet related, right? So when I first started, I'd straight out of nutrition college, I'd be like, oh, diet is everything. Food is medicine. Um, you know, it's all about the diet. And now after six years of experience of actually dealing with women in, the, in real life, I am absolutely convinced that it's stress that is the main indicator of how well you'll go through menopause. Wow. Um, okay. And diet, this year in particular has been heightened. Yeah. Diet's really important, obviously, but we get a lot of women in our clinic who are on really good diets. They're really healthy. Um, they're exercising, they're doing all the right things and they're still feeling absolutely rubbish. And it's the stress part that's missing. Mm. The bit that they cannot get 
in control. And that's not surprising. I mean, we are in chaotic times right now. Aren't we just, yes. But on top of that, you know, women, uh, as they get into their 40s and 50s, it can be a very, you know, the, the outside stress can go up anyway. Not only internally stressed through through menopause or other health issues that could be sort of, you know, wear and tear or whatever going on as we age, but also um, external stresses like, you know, we may have older kids, we might have more responsibility at work, we might have elderly parents that we're caring for, we might have help people with health conditions, or you, you might have health conditions yourself, you know, bereavement, separation, divorce, relationship problems, financial worries, all these things are extra stresses that we, we get as we get older. So it's not, we have extra stress, but also perimenopause and menopause reduces our resilience to that stress as well. So it's a bit of a double whammy. But if we can manage our stress better, then, you know, that's going to have a direct impact on on our symptoms through menopause. And um, I, I see it all the time in, in women. The, the ones that are struggling the most tend to be the most stressed. And it's just, they just go hand in hand. I mean, it's not rocket science either, you know. Uh, we, we know how cortisol impacts the hormones. Uh, when they're already going through, you know, turbulent time, it, that extra cortisol is going to make it all worse. So for, so my nugget of wisdom for most women is, is number one is is manage your stress and the self self care self care is something that we probably have never done before in ourselves before we get to this mm. stage so menopause is an opportunity to get that self care in for the probably for the first time you know put yourself at the top of the list get that you know self care regularly in and i'm not talking about you know going on a spa weekend every 6 months that's not going to do it <laughs> <laughs> Not that we could do that anymore anyway, but, you know, it, it, it's daily. It's daily it's self-care. Often, yeah, yeah. It's getting absolutely. those, you know, even even just if you can just get 10 minutes a day of you know, sitting quietly, being present, not, you know, being mindful. And if that's not your thing, then read a book. We know that reading a book reduces your cortisol. Um, yes. or and it's just it's recognising it, isn't it? And, and doing something, recognising it, making it a thing and saying, I'm going to do something about it. Yeah, and it doesn't it have to be you know, sitting cross-legged meditating you can do you know lots of different things as long as it fills you up and it relaxes you then whatever you know um you know going out for a walk gardening cooking whatever your thing is listening to music even isn't that lovely a prescription to relax yes (laughs) (laughs) so important absolutely so important (laughs) and if um if there was a nugget of wisdom for people supporting women in perimenopause what would you say to those people who you know friends and family in that woman's life oh yeah well just um just listen i think is the main thing just listen and understand and actually get some education yourself so i love it when uh the the partners come along the men come along the kids come along any friends and family come along to support that woman and, and to the talks that I do and the webinars that I do because you know the more people around you that understand what you're going through even and a lot of the women themselves don't know what's happening to them so it's very hard for them to communicate that to other people um, so the more education all around the more understanding the more listening all of that makes uh, will make that journey uh, better uh, for the woman herself and you know talking about it is one of the most important things you can do and menopause has been such a taboo the word itself it's one of those things that the more we normalize it the easier this will be so yeah absolutely agree with you there it's just, it's just have the conversation uh, talking completely and, and, and luckily you know that that taboo is is um, hopefully not disappearing not just yet but you know that it we're we're seeing it massively reduced especially since i first started you know now companies are putting in menopause policies they're talking about it at work women have got support groups everywhere 
uh, there's always a chance uh, somewhere that the women can go and, and and be heard. Yes, and in in my household, it is a, a, co- a topic of conversation now. It wasn't when I was younger. You know, my my mum and I get on like a house on fire, but we never really talked about menopause. Whereas now, I talk about it with all the women in my family, which is lovely because it's like, oh, okay, it's not that thing that's hidden that we're not even sure what it is, but it's it's something that we just kind of need to embrace because, it's, younger, as you say, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, and the younger women need to know. They need to know what's happening because you know, if I'd have known back then when I went my, through my symptoms if I'd have known what I know now goodness me you know it would have been a lot easier time and I would have known <laughs> what to do about it and I would have prepared for it so I love um, talking to women in their early 30s I mean 20s and 30s and say okay now you know, get ready now get your, get your hormones balanced now you're going to sail through it yeah brilliant well Nikki you're a mind of information so you've been fantastic do you have um, a mantra or a story or an anecdote that you can leave us with in terms of helping people in perimenopause Ah, goodness me. I would just, no, gosh, I can't think of an anecdote, but um, just talk, listen, and just search and just go look for information. And I reach out for help. It's really, really important because I like to think, you know, if the more you're talking about it, the more you, the more you learn, you can then share with other people. So I like to say that, you know, whatever happens, you're, you're inspiring somebody. So don't give up and and definitely don't, um, don't stay quiet. Yeah, let, let's not stay quiet. And you know, I love today. I've I've never heard of the feisty four hormones before, but I'm going to go and find more out about that. That's brilliant. Um, and there's so much more people can find out, isn't it, Nikki? Um, you've got a book out. Yes, and also book can is, get in touch. How, how can they find out more? That's on Amazon. So if you just look for Nikki and Icki Williams, or it's called uh, "It's Not You, It's Your Hormones," and that is uh, all about your feisty four, how to look after them. I've got my four-step happy hormone code in there, which is all about the eat, rest, cleanse, and move, and very, very simple tips for you to do to put into your into your lifestyle, and lots of recipes and resources in there as well that that um, that um, you can use. Um, so that's on Amazon and then of course my website is happyhormonesforlife.com um, if you do there's a search bar on there if you've got any particular symptom you want to find out about I've got over 120 blogs in there so there's bound to be something on there to do with one of your symptoms or the main ones anyway so type that in and see what comes up and if you wanted to get in touch with us um, to find out more about working with us or testing we have a, a half hour free discovery call which you can book um, if you just go through the contact page for that and we'll, we'll set you up wonderful more support that you can shake a stick at that's absolutely brilliant thank you nikki it's been quite an education speaking with you today and i'm um, being delighted i think the listeners will be learning a lot thank, thank you thank you so much for having me you've been listening to the menopause musings podcast thank you for tuning in we love it if you help us on our mission to change the lives of menopause and women the world over by sharing this and talking about it with many women in your life you can keep in touch with us by following us on instagram and facebook and i've been asked to spell menopause because a couple of people couldn't work out how to spell it before it's m-e-n-o-p-o-i-s-e-d so you can follow us there or you can find out more on menopause.co.uk with advice on our blog plenty of blog information out there between me and nikki i think we've got about 200 articles that you can go and have a look at right now because when your menopause is too hot to handle menopause helps you get your call back naturally <laughs>